Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Reload Podcast. My name's Lee Maxwell and as usual I'm joined by... Nigel Lamont. And Connor McCann. This is episode number 62 and we're coming to you live from MLVW Euro Project show yep, in Kilbegan. On tour. So if you hear a bit of background noise, that's what it is. We're sitting here at the Reload booth um, behind the Jetta. It literally inches away from me. Can as touch I, it. Yep, as we speak. And uh, the weather's glorious. There's a good crowd of people here. It's been a good day so far. Cars. I don't know what the food's like. Have you had lunch yet? No, no. not yet. Lee provided the food first, so it was all good. What are you after? There's a Porsche, Porsche outside. outside. Young gentleman there is a Porsche enthusiast. Just to prove we're live. <laughs> Two kids just ran up to us there and asked us, is there any Porsches? I love how the three people with the microphones and headphones were the people to go to to ask about the Porsches. You look like a position of authority, do you? <laughs> I hope not. So, so, yeah, we're down. If you don't know, uh, MLVW's been running for probably six or seven years, the guys. Maybe At least, more. yeah. And they're finally back after a few years old away because of the old virus the old Rona so uh, it's good to be have them back in the usual spot at uh, American it's the American car a- club is it Irish venue. American car club is the venue it's, ju- it's just opposite the Anderson Kilbegan Racecourse down in are we in Meath no or are we still there I'm not sure West Meath maybe Possibly. our geography is on point as, as usual <laughs> yep the absolutely fantastic venue this is the second time this show has been here I think do, do, do. third third we had I took the edition 30 down one year and the Crado another year so we've been here twice Lee and I hadn't been here before we haven't been, been out of the country yeah. and the last time we were at it was at the barracks. barracks but we'll not to talk too much that because we're going to try and grab Paul Glennon one of the organisers yes he can tell us what's happening yeah but I would just like to say the point I made to Connor when we arrived yesterday was uh, Drift Games can say the scene's dead all they want but oh. The American car scene in Ireland apparently is alive and well. Yeah. Because this, this venue is class. And we didn't know a thing about it, obviously, because we're not in the se- in that scene. But certain scenes have stuff that you don't know about. Like Th- This is a little gem in the middle of Ireland. It's this class. Venue. Like, they talk about caffeine and machine. This is like the Irish version of it. It's so weird. But you wouldn't even know if, it's here. If he was to set up a coffee shop here, this would be Ireland's yeah. ca- caffeine and machine. Yeah. The venue is absolutely fantastic. Uh, as you say, Lee, the weather's been fantastic. It has worn well on my face, shall we say. Yes, I have to keep reminding Connor to put his hat on. Mummy tells me to put the hat on. I did talk him into sun cream, so... I think Santa's needs to develop a new sunblock block factor 200 instead of 50. I think you can get those in America. Con- Connor factor. There are, there are stronger ones in yeah. the States, so I've seen... You can probably get them here too, probably on prescription or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to gloss white myself someday. <laughs> the... Uh, also, before we forget, shout out to Declan Murray, who dropped us over a Pepsi Max, a Red Bull. On a white monster. On a white monster. He's a great lad. Declan gets us. Declan gets us. That's, uh, yeah. Big shout. Scott with a, he had offered as well, as he was going to bring us beer in the S-Class, the big S-Class. That's right. Uh, he brought Lucas here because he didn't have any beer, but he says, because the car's off, the fridge is currently warm, so I think it's boiled. <laughs> warm beer. <laughs> No, it's good. We're chatting to a few people. Again, we always say, people we've known before, people we haven't met yet, and it's great. It's, uh, the venue, as I say, is absolutely fantastic. The, the weather is just mental. This is the, this is the first proper summer's day. Like it was I walked outside earlier on after cleaning the car, and I walked out into the sun, and because sunshine hit me, I could smell my sun cream, and it was like being on holidays. Yeah. It was class. It's so cool. The, what I like about this show, too, is... It's the variety of cars. There's so much older stuff. Yeah. 
it's yeah, it's brilliant. See, the problem you have with the likes of Dubshed is a two-day event. So there's guys there, maybe the classics, and can't commit to doing two days. A yeah. one-day show suits them perfectly. So well, and speaking, then you're down, you're down 200 miles south of where we live, so you're in a different area. A lot of people can't make that yeah. journey as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of the two-day thing, yesterday the guys did a a road run. Oh. That we went out on. So much fun. It was really good fun. So it was about, what, 15 cars or so a night? 15 or 20, yeah. And it was quite good, Nigel, because there was literally only one modern car. It was a Passat CC and the rest was all classic stuff. So I was say, like, you got some looks and stuff. Oh, it was a couple of transporters too. Yes, more, actually. Slightly more modern. Transporters, you had Lee's Jetta, Paul's Mark III with a 24 valve, which is 6-speed and not 5-speed as I found out. All oh, right. Yeah, that um, one. There was a wee petrol caddy pickup. There was, there was a Beetle, Beetle yeah. Um, Connor Old. Connor Old was out in the E34. Uh, just so cool. And you're pulling the petrol That wee Polo slash Audi 50. Oh, it was an Audi 50 with a G40 engine in it. Gold one. Oh, oh nice. It came in I was like... Is it what? here today? I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it today, but he was here yesterday, so okay. I assume it is. That's a cool car. Is that the saloon? No, it's a hatchback one. Oh, it's a hatch? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like a... I'm thinking of Enda's old one. Remember the cream yes, saloon? Yes, very similar to that. Yeah. So sorry, it was a Polo, not ninety five. So we did a wee tour around. There was a, a route kind of mapped out, a bit like the driven runs that that you guys had organised. Um, Paul was leading. Paul's not a good convoy leader. I'm going to say that to him. Um, There's a lot of not the sixties. He's, he's too fast. <laughs> he just likes Conv- to horse it too much. The road run, road run stroke time attack. Is that what you're saying? That's pretty much what it was. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, and for once, because I'm in the Jetta now. Back when I was in the Vento trying to convoy, it was terrible. I can't keep up, but now I can. But then I felt sorry for, like, your man in the Beetle, Beetle. and stuff, and he just couldn't. Doing the Doolian's rallies, and they're like, it's not a race, wink. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was kind of one of those. But a great day, and it was actually quite good, because you go to shows, and people kind of stand by their car or look around, don't really talk to each other a lot. Yeah. Where that, you were stopping, next thing you're oh, what's that car? That looks well. i seen you keeping up on the road. What engines and that? Yeah. You know, it was nice that way. Lee had her own audience around the Jetta at one point. I was like, I'll just stand over here and be unpopular. <laughs> I, do you, I don't think if you... Do you remember we used to do a road run the first two years at Dubshed? No. Yeah. We didn't know you guys then. We just went to the show. 2010 cool. and maybe 2011, we'd done a post run. Uh-huh. That one cool. It was a Saturday because the Saturday never used to be... It was a Saturday evening set up. So then we decided there was a lot of ones came over from Scotland. So uh-huh. to try and sort of make it more of a thing from coming over... If they got the Saturday morning boat, we're on a road run. Imagine, tra- imagine trying to do that with Dubshed now with the numbers. Ugh. Flip. Yeah, you'd just be jailed. Just bring Lisburn to a standstill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, no, it's been good. Um, we'll not probably talk too much more about the show, just to get Paul on, yeah. you yeah. reckon. So, we've obviously been at stuff in this last two weeks. What have you guys been up to? Um, do you want to go first, Lee? Well, I, unfortunately, not much. Helping out a wee bit with the Jetta, Connor... Is, has been working on the Jetta um, the four CV four CV joints we did do you remember we were talking about the CV joints and, and, and they did need doing in fairness once we took them out and we thought happy days this is going to get rid of the rattle I'm sorry to report the rattle is still there so it looks of, like it's the gearbox I got rid of one rattle it just didn't get rid of the one you wanted <laughs> yeah so uh, flywheel issues or gearbox issues do you I've, I don't know it's the honest answer. I'm no gearbox expert. I'm guessing that it's something to do with the diff because... Yes, you, it does sound diffy. Yeah, when you accelerate, it's fine. You uh-huh. cruise, it's fine. As soon as you lift when off you the When you let throttle, off, there's a slight, like a slight wee rattle. Yeah. So I assume some sort of burn or something. The O2A... Does that have a lemon slip? No. No. 
No, needs one. Time for a limited sliff. Well, there is a, an OTA box to go into that was bought from yourself out of a Passat many moons ago. Uh, oh, the one I, that I, I stand by that gearbox and be 100%. It's the one that I actually bought. actually was already. Right, I was driving that car. That's good. Yeah, I'm glad I bought the Mark IV to bring it home. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's how long ago that is. So, uh, it's many moons ago. It's on a stand. It's going to get built. You could put a definite. Yes, that would be the time to do could it. Could do it, yeah. Absolutely. Um, but no, it's... It's in the Re- works. Rebuild the box. Put There's something about this show on gearboxes, isn't there, Connor? Yeah, because the so last time I was at, at the, the show, yep, yeah. and my Mark III, the gearbox locked solid. So there's bound to be a photo that you can put up in the stories when this comes out. There's that. a lot of photos. There's a photo yeah, of, under the front of it. Yeah, uh, Chris Genuine was lying. Remember yeah. sideways? It was like narcolepsy. Looks like he just went to sleep. Hey, did that year day come down with Robin the Black Passat, or was that another time? Oh, is it the year he's raw painting? You just go home with that's a bonnet. All, that's all the years. You just go home with a bonnet on the roof of the car that year. Absolutely. That was the year I brought the cabrio down. That was that year. Uh, Potty Nelson was in the back bouncing. Do you remember? Like glittery zero suspension in that good car. Good times. Good times. Um, yeah. So we rebuilt the whole front end, Lee. The, yeah. The bushes, burns, ball joints. With the the parts box that Connor you mysteriously found. found. Ah yes. <laughs> Cheapest rebuild ever. Twenty twenty one. Connor bought those parts. Um. Uh, so, other than that, yeah, I haven't done that much car-related, unfortunately. Um, I would just like to mention about the road run yesterday. So, it was really nice. A load of folk came over and were asking me about the car and stuff, and I was telling them this and this, and, you know, all the engine stuff, obviously, we, we didn't do it. We got it like that, but, I was, you know, pointing out stuff. And it was nice because often people come up to us at a show and they go straight to Connor. What happens all the time. And I'm like... I'm literally standing playing in the car and they'll go to him and they'll be like, oh, well, your car, your car. And he's like, no, no, it's her car. But then I think yesterday, because people saw me driving it, then they came to me and that, you know, it was not, you know, listen, I'm no rabid feminist, don't get me wrong, but it does annoy me a wee bit oh, when absolutely. people go to Connor and go, oh, your car, your car. But that dates back to like when we used to go to Ultimate Dubs with the Vento, like in 2011, like Lee had the six stud Pajero wheels on it. People's coming over, oh, tell me your specs. And I'm like, ask her. Uh, I know car. them, but I'm like, yeah. fucking ask her, it's hers. Yeah, I saw something in the week as well. I'll not say who it was because she might not like me to say, but the friend of ours um, was getting a set of wheels refurbished. And in the post where the wheel company put up, you know, like a progress picture, they tagged her and her partner. And I was like, they wouldn't tag her in a photo of his car. Yeah. Why are they tagging him in a photo of hers? That you always know? happens with your Jetta. But but I think that's because me and you are... A pair. Yeah, we're uh, kind of a package deal. Yeah. And I don't mind that as much, although sometimes I'm like, well, this is my car, is, but okay. <laughs> I miss her social media. Like, everyone has me on social True. media. They probably don't They're have not. you. Mine, here's the thing with me on social media. My name's hard to find because it's so short. If you do at Lee on Facebook, it doesn't come up. You yeah. need four letters. Yeah, you have to do the surname. You have to do at Maxwell. <laughs> <laughs> That's Lee's feminist moment. Yes, sorry about that. Sorry for the rant. Um, well progress with the guards as well finally oh yes, yes. that's right concrete's finished bathroom's done drainage's done uh, guy was with us yet no friday friday so to do the final measurements you see the day well, that that framework will take a couple of days to put up uh a day maybe day and a half kind of thing done. get a gopro and do a time lapse yes i've been meaning to record all that with the concrete and we'll then get i said off call now we've got a gopro oh there. good thing and actually yeah and do you that. have one True, actually, yeah. Oh. What, what is wrong with me? Past Connor there has is. remembered. Past he Connor is a fucker. Yeah. yeah. 
So yeah, that's been good. Um, what else? Have been I can't good? wait. And I'm sitting. We're sit, as I said, we're sitting here at the reload stand, and I'm looking at all the banners going. We're gonna have all of these <laughs> in our garage. Well, here if they don't stop selling them today, there's gonna be none just left. <laughs> True. Keep buying them. Keep buying them. <laughs> so yeah, no, it's been busy times with us. What about you, Nigel? I, I just find you're talking about busy times. Just uh, just came into my head there. Dubshed, you're running about. It's been great to come to this show. And be able to stand Chill out. people. Yeah. Yeah. And go and look around and yeah. I was saying that to guys earlier, Leo. Dub said you're like there's always something happening or oh. you're always in the back foot waiting on waiting on something happening. Where this is great. And I I did offer to uh did it say to Lee, I was like, if you want to uh you know, help out or whatever, we'll give them a hand. Because we were down, we came down on Friday, and I said to Paul and I said to Johnny, and they're like, All you have to do is come down, drink and have fun. And I was like, that's good. Sounds good. Sounds yep. good. So in it, fairness, they're, they're really well organized yeah. and everything's great. So yeah. No, but it's nice to they're well help on top us. of it. They do, yeah. They it's, do. A, it's a proper enthusiast show. So, what about you, Nigel? What's new with you? Yeah, sorry for sidetracking there. You're good. Um, good. Dish and 30 progress. Um, so, got a 3MOT, you'll be pleased to hear. Yes. Oh, nice. The new springs are fitted, so gravity has took its hold of the Dish and 30. Looks a bit better. I'm just waiting on spacers arriving. I've ordered uh, 10 mil spacers at the front, 20s at the rear, because when you lower them on standard, it sucks in. Sucks in. So um, that's a good thing you're not modifying that car, though. Yes, it's the one that wasn't touching. That's good. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yes. Anybody got any aftermarket exhaust for Mark Five? Hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel wasn't modifying this car. Remember that? Oh yeah. yeah. This was the car for the wife, wasn't it? Yes. Ah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. And I'm sticking to that. Sticking to my guns. So next thing we are. I've got the genuine wing sitting, but my painter lost his father last week, so um, I'll delay that a wee bit. Probably in the mail, probably going for paint. Very good. Um, in the meanwhile, I got the mascara alloys, the 18-inch alloys, refurred by I've New Look. I've seen that, yeah. So they look brilliant. Took off Andy at New Look and worked his magic on them. They look absolutely fantastic. Very nice. And while I was there, the last time you used up, you got a tour of the facilities. Yeah. So Andy kindly took me around the facility and showed me all this machinery and um, stuff. So it was good to get a look around it. And yeah, thanks to Andy for sorting them out. The Cerakote stuff, mm-hmm. isn't it Cerakote? It is, yeah. yeah. I, th- I found that fascinating. Yeah, the process of it. So that's and like the ceramic coating. Yeah. He pointed out something to me and it was the more and more guys with show cars. You know where you look into behind a wheel? Like he was saying like you have a stunning car it's hateful to see rusty bolts. rusty bolts and the brake discs and all. Yeah. There's more and more guys getting that done. their discs and their hubs and all. So I think Mark King's a big guy for that. I think he's the best customer at the yeah. moment, so he is. So I never thought of Cerakote that way. And it, it, is, it just makes... He says, the way Andy put it to me, there's nothing worse than looking at a lovely car with a lovely set of wheels and just behind it, yeah. it's a bit of a mess. Well, I'll not say which car it was, but I actually said to you earlier, Nigel, I seen a car yeah. near us and I was like, <laughs> Look at uh, there was something that stood out on us, and once I noticed it, you couldn't not see it, kind of thing. And then yeah. when I pointed out to you, you were like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. You know, and it's silly wee things like that that you might not notice, but when you do, it's hard you can't to look past see it. it. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's great. That's why you want big solid wheels like mine. You can't see in behind. <laughs> Just hide everything. Yeah, don't worry about that. Yeah, don't one, worry about what's behind there. One of them was hiding about three liters of fucking CV grease at one point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun to clean. No, big big shout out to Andy and. Excellent service, excellent job. And As tur- always. Turn around in three, four days. Yeah, from we started using them, like, I've just refused to refurbish wheels myself now. I used to do it, and I'm like, nope, just take these, please. It's just, 
you want the done right, get them well, done that's right. it, yeah, 100%. Okay. There is guys that will do them cheaper and whatever, but... Are you still looking for different wheels for the edition? Th- not the edition No, but you're open? No, because if I was going for another set of wheels, they would have to be 19s. What does 19 mean? Still static and wider front wings. And I don't want to go down that road again. You're back to the grey one? Yeah. We'll hold you to that now. We're good. Rem- don't, yeah. quote, don't quote me in a year's time. Quote <laughs> in time. It's not like it's been I'll recorded. I'll not the fact that I do have wide wings sitting on a shelf in the shed. Like, but well, there you go. <laughs> definitely don't have them sitting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I love about this. Um, bit of surprise news for you. I don't yeah. know if I've told you or not. Okay. Um, I help out in a church in Cumber in... Uh, just with the boys brigade and stuff like that there uh-huh. and one of my good friends they help out in a net uh, it's called the net uh, project and it's basically like the, it's like a wee workshop shop in the middle of Cumber and they help kids that are um, well it's to help the community basically with drug issues and oh, good, antisocial yeah. stuff like that there it's basically getting the kids off stopping the doing badness off the street and all the rest of it so um, I was approached um, because we had a do you remember that cars and coffee I had about three or four years ago yes, I also yeah. got roasted at it yeah Yeah. so hopefully the weather's good for it but I am pleased to announce on the 20th of May we're going to have a Cars and Coffee event at Second Cumber Presbyterian Very tell nice. me you're not in America when? no that's the week after cool. coffee days so yes. uh, 10 to 1pm I'll share I've, I've the flyer done but it's all in aid of the, the Net Youth Project so it's for a good cause it's going to be £5 a car whatever you want to give at yep. the gate um, we'll have tea and coffee and maybe a wee treat or something Opened all cars. Opened all cars. Um, so it's for a good cause. If you're doing nothing that Saturday morning, please call by. And I believe they recently tarred the roads around Cumber, so it's nice and smooth now. Yes. Now, this is a shout out to Marty if he decides to come down. The enters in it, into it, the speed bump is horrific. So it's not, it's not, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> come on ahead, Marty, you'll be all right. We'll, we'll get you a couple of planks. <laughs> sure, he's bagged, it's okay. Yeah, so oh, right enough. Yeah, he'll be all right. <laughs> no, so we're having the cars and coffee. If you've got. Um, a free Saturday morning, 20th of May. Come on down and help out a good cause. Very nice. So, no, that'll be good. We'll, we'll be at that. Awesome. Um, has anybody got any news news? Because uh, I don't, because I'm woefully unprepared today, I'm sorry to say. I'm woefully hungover. I have no news. <laughs> no yeah. news news? No. You news. You're bound to have heard, do you remember we talked about last year, the F1 Volkswagen and all? Oh, oh that's oh, right. Yes. We'll oh. have confirmed. They I have. have. I have news, but no it's details. official. Volkswagen Group bands Audi and Porsche are set to join the F1 grid. So they reported it there last week. Um, I did see that they were talking about, was it potentially Porsche was going to Red Bull? Yeah. The news is stating Porsche is slightly more prepared than Audi to dive in the Formula 1. Um, but both are committed to spending half a billion to get a foot in the door. Oh, shit, right. Um, no, they're not going in as solo brands. So Audi intends to partner with McLaren. Porsche is aimed for Red Bull racing. Partnerships allows for both brands to merge the F1 without having to dump even more money into building a team from the ground up. The exact nature of the partnerships aren't clear now. It's several years away. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what way that develops. I think they're talking about coming in the 2026 when the rule changes happen for the engines. Mm. So that'll that'll help yeah. them, obviously. Yeah, basically they've came out and they've said it'll repay itself by going into it. Right. Yeah, we generally see F1 as a massive monetary investment 
how quickly will a 550 million pound deal repay itself? How much less will Volkswagen have to spend on other marketing endeavours? And will it translate into enough car sales to make it viable? Only time will tell. What do you think of the marketing and then it's the development of the engines as well and the technologies in it? Oh, it'll be a joint. Aye. But if it's F1 engines or internal combustion engines well, and Volkswagen are going all electric, so it doesn't really the, make sense to me. It's probably the hybrid but, stuff. But the here is that the warning saying that oh well i don't say that oh, yeah. please yeah but Form- they already Formula have formula e. e snooze yeah. <laughs> but there you go interesting yeah see, see how that goes i did see that I actually seen our exclusive adam he shared it but at the time there wasn't very many details on it yeah we were chatting back and forward and i was saying to him i'd love to see the way like the polo wrc cars dominated i'd like to see them do that in it mm. you know bring that technology and that drive to him it's kind of weird too because you consider that VW Motorsport was closed down. Yeah, and like, now they're what, like going two years back? ago, and yeah. they were like, "Oh, we're going to F1." Technically, it's not VW, but you know what I mean. Uh, sorry, Andy. One more F1 thing. Shout out <laughs> to our friend Corey, who's at the Miami Grand Prix oh, this weekend. Me the Class. Yeah. Yes. Hey, Corey, we're jealous. <laughs> did you see? Have fun. Did you see the fake marina that was set up for? Oh, the, uh, the, the plywood marina. Yeah, so they put plywood down and painted it like right. the water, and there's like pictures of like videos of guys, yeah. guys walking across it like they're walking on water. There's Hamilton about walking on. <laughs> yeah, he thinks he, he is, is Jesus. the second coming. Carlos Sainz will be driving over because he's keeping the track. <laughs> uh, quickly, second story. Um, if you haven't been under a rock, you'll have noticed there's a bit of a war going on in Eastern Europe. Oh, no, um, is there? One of the highlights, if you could Should call it that, something. is farmers towing away tanks i did see that yep well i don't know if we were talking about it before but basically they were getting bounties for recovering oh really tanks that's why they were recovering so they were taking them to ukrainian bases mm-hmm. and then i think the ukrainians were using them oh so yeah the farmers were getting paid to, to recover get tanks them. Yeah. Unreal. so moving on from that slightly um it's reported now that the russians have been looting a lot of stuff you know went into homes uh-huh. clearing stuff out but they've also been stealing tractors so They've been stealing John Deere's. Did we talk about the right to repair in America issue with the John Deere? I think we did, yeah. Yeah. So, basically, everything's GPS, computer linked, all yep. the rest of it. Oh, so, I did see this. I know what you're going to say. Uh, a John Deere dealership in the Russian-controlled city of Melitopol is one of the businesses to be looted. Uh, millions of dollars of John Deere's been stolen. According to the report, the machines were remotely disabled after they were stolen. Fantastic. Though the various report did not mention who specifically disabled them. It is known that John Deere can wirelessly control various functions of machinery as they have covered before. In fact, some of the equipment tracked by their onboard GPS systems allegedly made it as far as uh, Chechnya, 700 miles away. So, Gethin is not close by, but basically they can shut your shit down yeah, uh, from anywhere in the world. I think that's <laughs> the same if you have like, machinery or a plant out in finance. And you don't pay it. They, they can just turn them off. Turn her down. But it's also, if it gets stolen, they can track them as yeah. well. Yeah. Which is no bad thing either. Yeah. I like that. That's good. So. Yes, normally I would say that the right to repair thing should be paramount. But in this case, I'm prepared to perfectly. make an exception. Yeah. There's no right Absolutely. to steal, though. No, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my news. Awesome. I assume you have YouTube. I have just briefly two ma- two videos to mention. What have you got? Um, the first one was, I think I've talked about DK Engineering before their YouTube channel. Um they, I think they done the series on the McLaren AMG sort of nine. What was it? The nine five. Some of the bigger McLarens. I but it was the three GT series cars. Oh, I, I vaguely uh, remember you talking about this. Nine five remember. nine, the AMG GT and 
I forget the other one. Something cheap. But they do some really tasty stuff, uh, rare stuff. And one of their videos last week was uh, talking about the Ferrari F50. Okay, yeah. And they had three of them in the workshops so that done a walk around video, and they were doing the engine rebuilds on them. And I didn't know this before, but the Ferrari F50, so it's like a two thirds of the car. Then there's a firewall, uh-huh. and the engine gearbox bolt onto the firewall, and then there's these braces clamp the clam onto it basically. Right. Uh, it's mental, like that's weird. I I um, I've said before, I'm not a supercar guy. I love an F50 for some reason. But it shows you how much motorsport derived them chassis are. Yeah, under that shell, there's... Yeah, there's serious motorsport. Yeah. Uh, I must have, I'll have to watch that. Yeah, it was just crazy to see, see the way there. It's not your traditional chassis, it's just motorsport uh, derived machine. Um, who was that again? DK Engineering. I'll check that. Some other stuff's really tasty. Um, it's the exotic stroke motorsport end of things. You know? um, you've probably watched this one too, Humble Mechanic. You know the Mega Miner R32? Yes. He went round it. I think it's a 30 minute video going round. He'd done the rebuild for the road trip, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. It just sort of, it was a cool wee video because he was just going round repairing all or replacing all the parts and all. And just one of them videos where you're going, oh, that, do you remember how to do that? And just, I, yeah. It was almost like a guide. It was quite good, but he makes it interesting too. It's like, it's, it sounds very sad. Do you know if you can't get time to do it to the garage? And you watch somebody on YouTube doing it, and you feel like you've done it, and you're like, Aye. "Well, that was good." Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he also did another good video. I don't know if you've seen it or not. It was a Mark Three Cabrio or Mark Four Cabrio. No, I didn't see it. And the title of it was "It Just Needs Blank." So, <laughs> do when you buy a car, and it's like, "Oh yeah, it just needs this." So this thing just was needs sold. a bottom arm. This thing was sold to him just needing the shifter, uh, the gearbox linkage adjusted, and turn it into like a clutch. Ah, uh, the whole that's the game adverts and Auto Trader. GMOT but needs nothing. That's what that's what he was saying basically. So it's <laughs> it's not exclusive to this country. It travels apparently. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Yep. His stuff's good. I like it. Yeah. It. Uh, he's a good. He's a good old creator, and I enjoy watching some of his videos. Yeah. But that's me for YouTube. Have you got any? Nope. No. Nope. Oh, well, I never do, so I don't either. Um, will we try and grab Paul then for a chat? Yeah. Yeah. Jump in and see. We can grab him here. Okay. Yep. Cool. Just before we move on, we'll talk about our sponsor, Studio 10 Bespoke Car Care. Located in Ballymena, Northern Ireland, not only are they a Mavinci approved detailer specialising in vehicle detailing, paint correction and ceramic coatings, but they also have a series of online training courses called Foundation Pro. Foundation Pro was designed to help you improve your skill set at any level, whether starting out on your own vehicle or starting a business venture, and it also comes with many benefits such as discounts with various detailing companies. To get details on the packages offered, Foundation Pro or other services provided, check them out at studio10car.care or simply search Studio 10 Detailing on Google, Facebook or Instagram. Okay, so Lee has jumped out of the hot seat and we've got our special guest, Paul Glennon, who is basically the main man behind MLVW and the new show called Europroject. So welcome, Paul. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks for giving us the time, your time out of a very busy day. It's... So- always busy no matter what and it's extra special that it's such good weather for you as well it's brilliant uh, yesterday today it's been 20 degrees yeah. sun splitting the stones it's been Fantastic. great yeah so uh, just dig into it first of all where are we now we're your venue down in Quebecan in County Westmead in the middle of the country venue is more than we ever wanted indoor spot the shed is quite big Fit, uh, there's probably 50, 60 cars in here. Plenty of outdoor spots as well. Exactly. Outdoor is as big as we wanted. Great parking. Yeah. We couldn't have asked for any more. Like, there's probably the guts of 250 cars here. 
So we were debating earlier, what is this venue? The owner of this venue, he runs mainly the American Car Show. That's it? Yeah. Uh, like two weeks previous to, to now, which is would have been April 27, I think it was. Okay. Uh, he ran the American Show. A fantastic show. Uh, he pulls mega numbers compared to us uh, because there's only one or two big shows for those guys. So they all go out to it? Exactly, yeah. It's their kind of highlight of the year. It's funny how big that is, yet I didn't hear about that happening. Did you, Nigel? No. You know, it's, no. You hear, like, but I guarantee if you talk to any American guys up north, they would know about it. know about it. Yeah, they're bound to. Yeah. And it'd be a big thing then locally as well. Uh, say he would uh, advertise on local radio. So, like, gets an awful lot of public entry oh, from yeah. the surrounding areas. And then, obviously, then because the American community, something like the Volkswagen community, it's quite niche. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows everybody. Yeah. They'd all know about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Just to give you a visual for people listening, we've basically got a big space frame shed, um, and then it's on a probably the five to ten acre site. Yeah. Um, you yeah. had camping here yeah. on a Saturday. You had a road run. So do you want to talk a bit about? Exactly. Yeah. Um, just a super chill event. Running through the whole day yesterday, we opened up at twelve o'clock for anyone coming in. Uh, road run then kicked out. We actually ended up being a little bit late because we had a couple of latecomers. So went left here around half two. Uh, did a r- roughly about it's if we did it without stopping it was about an hour and 40 minutes but with stops sure it was about three hours great crack mm-hmm. uh, different sort of vibe because when we stopped we talked to everybody yeah it's that's, that's what Connor was saying it's just yeah get to talk to people better you, know? uh, you had said Paul as well that's a big thing you're in the classic minis as well and that's a big thing in the classic car scene is the road runs yeah it'd be like according to Voss I can see it's all about static shows it's you know show and shines whereas the sh- Car runs is kind of a more of a classic car club thing, and here I'd like to introduce it because it was, it's something different. Yep. A lot of the lads wouldn't be into classics; they wouldn't even see that kind of. The only car run they would do would be like a convoy to a show, a show. Yeah, and it's made basically a beeline, and they're stopping halfway for food, and then that's really it. Now I love that that the whole going to the show and coming back is always great fun on the road. So why don't do that specifically? Go out for a road run. Have a bit of crack on the road. Yeah, obviously, all within speed limits, and Absolutely. we have to. Lee, you know. Lee had a complaint about you earlier <laughs> in the speed limits. <laughs> <laughs> I was leading the group. I had to get out of the way. You know, oh, is that what it was? <laughs> yeah. Confused between the time attack and a road run call I hear. Um, no, I just accelerated accelerated hard up the speed limit. That's all. When you have a Mark Three, it sounds that good, though it's hard not to. Uh, yeah, it's it's nice. <laughs> but like what we're saying there, but the road run was great because. There was people on that road run I'd never met before, but there was people that I've seen at our shows, but I didn't even know their name. And mm. suddenly you stop and you're like, oh, how's it going? You get talking to each yeah. other's cars. And yeah. It's great. Yeah, so it worked really well. Yeah. Oh, I loved it now. Um, we ended up getting back here then around six o'clock. Perfect timing because the burger van was here at five. He was all set up then. Food was coming out then. Just in time for everyone kind of chilling out for the evening. Now, here, there was no, there was plenty of lads bought their own barbecues and stuff like that. You're welcome to do that too. So, was yep, bring your own beer as well. Exactly. Yeah, I think, I think it's the perfect combination. of show perfect size, camping, the road run, mm. just the chill vibe. It's, uh, it's a great venue. Perfect. It's a really hard thing for any show organizer. You're trying to please everybody. Yeah, and adding all these little things, it's giving something for everybody. Yeah. yeah, they mightn't be happy with all of it, but they generally will be happy with a one part of it. You yeah. try and tick as many boxes as you can. You can't always tick the boxes, but yeah, you've yeah. Pr- done a pretty damn good job here. Not everybody's going to like everything, but you're never. They're not going to come here and say that was totally crap. Yeah. There's going to be something they're going to have. Oh, but here I, as well. Here I am. 
maybe I'm just the instigator, but there's a big group of us. We've all put a big amount of effort in. Oh, yeah, it's true. Um, I, I tend to be the guy that's just kind of pointing the finger and says, lads, come on, just kind of push on a little bit. Giddy up. Yeah, uh, but they have hats off to them. They're brilliant. But it, uh, takes a, it takes a group of ideas to make that work, you know. Oh, God, yeah. Um, like, someone has an idea. Next thing, stick it in the group chat or even have a chat about it with the lads. Next thing, there's three or four people have a different input. Next thing, this it grows. This idea has turned into something way bigger than we ever thought it would be in the beginning. Yeah, um, yeah, that's so hard to be. D- just talking about that there, the club formed roughly F- fifteen years ago. Fifteen years oh, ago, right. yeah. Was there events back then, or was just uh, guys together, or it generally started out it was just attending shows together? Exactly, it was a group of mates, kind of more or less attending shows, kind of like a club stand sort of thing, kind of yeah. when you rock up to a show. Uh, so everyone then does this kind of associate everybody in the club as the Midlands mm-hmm. and we were kind of Midlands Volkswagen was that's where that came from because yeah. we're all based around Mullingar you know Westmead kind of area right back in the middle of the country Kilbegan I think it's fairly close to right back in the middle the of the center. country so uh, it's perfect yeah so uh, when, when, when was your first event was that the barracks or was it uh, some before that the barracks yeah uh, we ran the first show in Collins Barracks in Mullingar and it was cool. Yeah. Uh, it was an old re- army barracks, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Um, at the time, the council owned it, and it was like decommissioned as an army barracks, but it was it was like a massive courtyard. It yeah. was great. Uh, it had that kind of old old buildings around you, so it had that kind of older vibe. I got to look at it a lot because my gearbox locked solid as I was leaving the show. <laughs> and, and a four-hour wait for recovery, yeah. so yeah, yeah, it was a nice venue. I think that was like 2014, 2015. <laughs> oh, maybe 16, I want to yeah. say. Yeah. I think that would have been... Uh, I think that was the last year I was there possibly yeah, yeah. maybe um, 15 then yeah. from memory I think there was like what three maybe four shows there maybe more it's kind of here. I, think, I think I was three or four of them I think it was yeah. one year I missed it because of the way I had family hall there mm. or something it's, it's always hard to think back because they all kind of in memories they all just bunch together yeah you know? so um, and then but you lost that venue then yeah unfortunately we lost that venue it was out of our control that was 2016 was our last show there 2017 by that stage we didn't actually have a venue sorted mm-hmm. so you skipped a year Skip. Well, basically, yeah we said here there's no point in kind of pushing this because we we won't be prepared if yeah. we do find somewhere and late that year then it was suggested then about going to the American Car Club and so here, we at the time we said here worst thing you can say is no you were saying one of your members was just driving by and went mm. why don't we see if yeah because none of the members have actually been in here oh yeah um, before say our show or even the American show since then we've actually come to the show his show to see how he, he runs his side of things basically call in hey would you be interested in this and at first very cagey which I totally understand because he didn't yeah. know us oh absolutely oh, yeah. and um, he's an, I wouldn't say an older man but like, maybe has an older mentality that like anyone that's into cars into modifying cars has a reckon yeah, uh, driving an IS or yeah. Malteza. Yeah. You know, <laughs> if anybody's un- not from Ireland, carsing mm. the reputation's mud in Ireland. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the mentality of the public, say, towards people that are in the car is not very good. Yeah. And we're always pushing to basically behave. You know, there, there's a time and place to have fun. Yeah. And in Ireland, that public kind of view is not great. Um, but we always, unfortunately, you know, we always present our cars brilliantly on the road road runs going anywhere try and change that perspective from the public exactly yeah. yeah here it's one 
car owner at a time trying to change that perspective. Yeah. And it's the same thing if you stop at even at a petrol station. You try and talk to people, be friendly. If they yeah. want to ask you a question, you spend the time and talk with them and they go, maybe they aren't all reprobates, you know. Exactly. I hear decent I, people. I was in the Mark Three just before Dubshed rocked up to a pet station. Straight away, uh, guy probably 10, 15 years older than me. I bought one of them new. You know, straight away, <laughs> there's a conversation like yeah. kicked out of that. And uh, then he's interested and he's like, here, why did you do this? Or, you know, so on. Because obviously mine is an awful lot more modified than he would have been. Yeah. Um, but no, it's good. That's good. You have to do your bit sometimes, don't you? Oh, yeah, yep. definitely. <laughs> um, so uh, today you're happy enough with the turnout. Obviously, it's brilliant. Like. Yeah, it's brilliant. Here, I'm guessing that we haven't done any sort of count, but there's definitely 200, I think. Very good. Cars, people-wise, God knows. Right, uh, the mixture of cars is fantastic. Like, yeah. new, and old, like, highly modified, semi-daily driver. Yeah. And it's so nice to see that. Like, there's... Have you seen the... Like, Urkel is my thing, but there's, like, a green beetle outside with yeah. the color-coded centers and the color-coded caravan behind yeah, it. Yeah, I took a picture of it. It's, it's, it's one of the favorites. It's so good. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a, an Ariba Puck uh, caravan. So is that an it's original a, it's flap? A, it's a, no, it's a big European... I wouldn't say a big European thing, but it'd be more so in Europe. Uh-huh. You'd see them. Um, also big in the mini scene, which I would be in. Uh-huh. Uh, any sort of the international mini events or even the camping events with the mini club, they're ideal for towing behind the minis because they're compact, they're light, and... If you, if you ever do get a chance to get one, get in them. They're surprisingly spacious. I actually peeked my head in around that one, mm. and I was looking, going, I could I could sleep in here. <laughs> yeah, I could do this. Like, looking from the outside, it's a 10-foot square, and you have, like, two people in it. Yeah. And you can also get ones that It's like that a are, Doctor Who TARDIS. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> okay. Just like, opens I, up. I think you can get ones that are, like, foreboard and stuff like that as well. So, like, ah. they're very compact, but they're actually very spacious inside, they're too. Well-designed. Yeah, oh, brilliant, yeah. Um, one of my favourites today is probably that car behind you, the... It's not Manila Green, sure it's not, Connor. It's not, it's very close though. It's a Mark II van with a Kamai kit. Yeah. BBS RCs, Connor. Yes. Um, graphics up the side of it. I just, it's a real nice sort yeah. of... Just something different. Semi-period 90s style, yeah. but brought into the modern era nicely. Exactly. Uh, that car is owned by Pascal Woods. He's Palomir by trade, so he did all the work on it himself. He fitted the kit, he painted it. Um, he that, also did the TDI conversion... Is that's it a PD conversion, is it? No, she's an AHLH. Oh, right, yeah. uh, that's why the kit's fitted so well, because we were saying that's really well done, but he's yeah. a panel beater, so that's why. <laughs> yeah, no, he's tasty. He's actually my panel beater as well. Ah, <laughs> yes. Oh, is that the guy on your car? Yeah. Ah, he that makes sense. He the yeah. Black Mark Three, the Red Mark Three, John's car. Uh, yeah, Jonathan's S4. Yeah. Um, what else did he paint? Uh, he did Larry McLaughlin's Mark Two. That's right, GTI yeah. With he's done a whole load of stuff for yeah. you guys. Um, no, he's he's good. It, here at this day and age, it's hard to get a guy that's interested in doing full work. Oh yeah, oh, it's, oh, it's getting ridiculous now. Yeah, and Pascal here, he bangs it out of water. Like uh, I got the car details uh, recently uh, with old Rafferty. That's right. Yeah, Our fantastic job. And I asked Roll at the end of it. He says here, how was the paint? He says, is that good? I want to get in contact and paint his car. There you go. Oh, you can't say so, much more than that. No. And I I mentioned that to Pascal and he's like, oh, no. I'm too busy as it is. Typical <laughs> <laughs> painter, no more work. Yeah, exactly. I love the, there's that wee white caddy behind it too. And it's uh, just so nice. So yeah. That's actually a local guy as well, uh, Kevin Orm. It's, it's like a BBS style. Yes, Kevin. Yep, yeah. Yep. That's uh, very, very nice. It's very nice. Uh, he changed it up a little bit this year as well. He was running RMs or RSs before with mm-hmm. uh, Maroon Centers. He's now running... Teardrops. Uh, split teardrops, customs, yeah, customs. Yep. Uh, with bronze centers. She is cool. That is really nice. Yeah. And it's 
it's the sort of thing there's a lot of work in it but if you you could walk past and go oh that's quite subtle. simple yeah. but it's all the subtle details yeah, yeah. yeah. like uh, last day in 2019 when we did last show that uh, my father was here and he's mechanic same as me not big into modifying but he everything he has is Volkswagen so mm-hmm. he's a Volkswagen head just not modified stuff exactly and I have everything here that's the yucky he wanted to bring home the caddy yeah oh yeah, yeah. he loved it another great caddy is Millie's outside yeah oh, Millie's is nice he's he hits the ends uh, I actually helped him out during the week I fitted the front tires for him he is uh, how that car say it was bugging him and he ended up getting a set of 165s in front of the water 185s mm-hmm. got the tires in was he able to get another 5 mil down in the front he is it is sitting lovely I haven't spoke to Millie in maybe 5 or 6 years he tackled me a, well, we were out drinking last night at the campsite Yeah, and I think I chatted them for about an hour and a half yeah. both of us were steaming yeah. and I don't know what we said to each other oh. I, Millie, Millie went away from the scene for a while uh, he went on the job stuff didn't he did yeah he, went, well. he bought a DC2 yeah. and like Millie everything it got straight to the ground Yeah, uh, I, you know, it had standard wheels but it was an exceptionally clean car and it was lovely Uh he got rid of that then. I think he got a uh, Mark 360 valve. Yep. Didn't do too much of that. He ended up lowering it. Um, he sold that on and he kind of didn't... He hovered around then because life got in the way. Yeah. Uh, house. Decided to have kids last year as well. Uh, had twins like myself. <laughs> uh, so he's very busy house. Hands are full. <laughs> um, and I'm trying to think when he bought the caddy. He bought the caddy in 20... Three years ago, I think he said. Yeah, 2019. I think he's done two kilometers. Um, uh, his first outing was a was a Denise and Martin's wedding. Oh, very uh, nice. Okay, yeah, and uh, that was. I was yeah, he'll remember that outing. What, what, he, what he actually said to me was that he moved away from the cars for a while. He went back to Dubshed. I think it was must have been this year. This year, yeah. yeah. And he said he just absolutely fell in love with the scene oh, yeah. again. He says, "Why did I leave this?" And yeah. there was stories I got that you go, "Yeah, that's what the community is." Yeah, you know. It's, it draws people back and if exactly. you have stepped away if you're ever feeling like you know oh, I'm sort of out of it it's not he just steps straight exactly, back into yeah. it yeah. at Dubshed he that's exactly what happened he was telling me went around Dubshed he got the itch yeah. back home he said the caddy was covered in sawdust covered in the, or in the corner straight away he was into stuck it. into it yeah. and he says I'm getting this out from Midlands but, but that, that's what I find when I go to shows you go to a show say I haven't been for a while and you start looking around and you just get the the desire the hunger the Right, yeah. time to get the finger out. What I look around is, we're at your show, obviously, and you look around, you're thinking, like, who's thinking like that here? You know, they're looking at cars going, I have something at home that I haven't touched yeah. in six months. I'm going home <laughs> to work on it. But not only that, like, I, same, you go to a show, you see something else that's done to a car. Never mind, if, even if you haven't got the motivation, even if you're in, your car is here. Next thing you see uh, something similar. You want to push it? Done differently. It's like, geez, why didn't I do that? And straight back home, it's next thing, the whole car is in bits again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it gets it's, expensive. Yeah, it does quickly. <laughs> Just on a personal level, Paul, um, do you want to talk about the cars that you've got on the go at the minute? Like, I've known you probably 10 years. Mm, about that, yeah. And what's the saying? Uh, devil makes work for idle hands. Oh, COVID worked well for you, didn't it? Uh, yeah, it didn't. You it can't didn't. sit still. You yeah. always have to be working on something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I suppose the cars I have in the going, well, the Mark 3s outside. Yeah. So you built that? when you had COVID or something or you um, lockdown or there's something about it well that kicked off in 2010 COVID yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a really busy year because we bought a house 
Uh, sorry, Connor, you was. No, it's just laughing because at this earlier in the recording we were saying about Nigel's edition thirty, which he quote unquote bought for his wife, yeah. and your Mark Three you bought for your That's wife. Right, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. No, hold on, a she's not my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. Le- Leanne is going to be listening to this. I told her I'd never marry her. <laughs> she's got the Lee deal as well. Yeah. Uh, she's in it for the long haul. Well, I am anyway. <laughs> The uh, yeah anyway she black mark tree was bought as a breaker mm-hmm. uh, like all mark trees uh, in Ireland are rusty yep. we have we don't have exactly have the great climate for yeah. metal it needed more or less patches to all the front section of the floors both sills trying to think what else I think the back panel needed a little bit of a patch the mounts for the fuel tank were rotten there was a good bit of work involved and I had no intention of building it. When I got it back into the yard, straight away, the wheels were sold off it. I took a picture up, you know, more or less kind of on the trailer, another one in the yard. Next thing, I got a message. Are those wheels for sale? Uh. Yes, they are. <laughs> so they went straight away. And then I was like, hold on a minute, why am I breaking this? This is a cool straight ish five door that I did, well, I initially thought was straight. Um, that I have an engine and I have a load of parts out in the shed that will go straight into it. You suddenly see the potential. <laughs> yeah, but you know yourself when you have idle minds, you're sitting in there watching TV, yeah. and next thing, TV is on, but you're not watching it. And yep. the idea is it's bouncing around. And it does a 24 valve sitting under the bench outside for cuts of 10 years. Um, along with, there was black hellas, uh, hella quads that I thought they were there that actually weren't there. There was a set of earlier VR6 Recaros. Like, a lot of the big stuff was there waiting to go. So it made sense to start tackling into it. And here, I'm a mechanic by trade, so a lot of all the welding work... You're able to do yourself? Well, uh, I, as most people say, I'm a, I'm a good grinder. <laughs> 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 I am not a welder. Uh, but I make do for my own stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, that all happened then in 2020. It ended up going for paint then last... Uh, I'm going to say last summer. Ah, yeah. And yep. I... With Pascal here with the Mark II, I told him, no panic. says, take your time. So, here, I know he had other stuff on as well. I ended up getting it back in November. Um, had a little bit of an accident, so I had to go back to him again. And I got back in January. Um, that was fine. Next thing, at that stage, the engine was all in, running, ready to go. I just had to tweak everything. Get it all tidied up. Uh, get rid of all the panel beer dust. You know, just to clean it up. Yep. Then initially this car was, when I was planning on painting it was only because there was that many things and dents and once it came back from paint it was just it just looked so good and I was like this is turning from a driver now to a show car yeah she ended up getting AP coilovers she's got a I ended up buying Stefan Clark's always at meet hose off in two That's weeks right. before dub they look so good huh? I, I, when I got pictures of them I was like will these work yeah. and I actually end up sending them to Johnny Kern and send him a few like, so what do you think it is in the Black Mark 3 Johnny blatantly said no that's right so, he told us that yeah, yeah. they will not look, they don't like them they won't do it they suit the clean lines uh, yeah because there's no bolt holes even though they're splits or, yeah. yeah they're heading hardware exactly yeah and uh, next thing the wheels are on and Johnny's like he and I can't believe it he admitted he was wrong I was going to say <laughs> it's not like Johnny yeah <laughs> Um, it was brilliant. Uh, they suited it so good. Uh, I had to change the tires out of them because they were, he had the marks, so they were bigger tires. But yeah. uh, no, she was A1. Um, I don't know what it is about that car. I first seen it finished at Dubshed and I just fell in love with it. And yeah. then, but when I looked around it, 
it's all the things I don't like about a Mark III. It's a five-door, and it's a twin headlights. Yeah. It has a kit on it. You know, and I'm looking going, I shouldn't like this thing. But Oh, yeah, I forgot about the kit, yeah. Yeah, and I, I love it. Mm. It's just so cool. Yeah, I, I ended up... I, I didn't want to pay the, the same prices of kits. They're yeah. just gone mental money. So, oh, Maguire and Switch Happy. Uh, end up give, I ended up getting a fiberglass, Zender front lip, Zender rear lip, and a set of Voltex skirts. Uh-huh. All fiberglass replica. Quality is savage. You were I saying was, that? Like uh, I've fitted replica kits onto other cars for you know work purposes uh-huh. and different style of cars, and the quality of them is terrible. The fiberglass is wafer thin. Like that stuff, it's heavy. It's good quality. Like the back bumper uh, lip, I didn't need to really put screws in that. That clipped on; it was held in place. It was not moving. That's impressive for replica. It is stuff, really good. Yeah. So big shout out to Owen. They, I was overwhelmed how good they were. Um, but I, I just love the fact that. You started the post on social media. You're working on it, and it was like every weekend there was a wee bit more and a wee yeah. bit more. And the next thing, Nigel was messaging me and was like, "Look what Paul Glennon's doing." Yeah. Like, I know him. What? <laughs> <laughs> it was just, to see. Yeah. yeah. But then, I, I, was, I, think, I think that's why I like the car even more because you feel involved following the story. Yeah. And I loved as well. It was like the wife was, or well, the non-wife was pregnant, <laughs> and you were like, "I need to get this done before she gives birth, or I have it, no it, time." It, it was brilliant. It gave me a deadline. Yeah. yeah. Another car was Gethin's. Remember, he was just given the underneath the table, oh, yeah. just completely redone. Oh, that's phenomenal! What he Think, done. Things that got remind me of Bell's Reds. forum days. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And you need more of that. Show yeah. it. Well, that's I kind of treated my Instagram page as my Bell's build thread for all my cars. Yeah. And here, there's obviously family stuff involved as well, but like, it's. It's not just a, like a showing people. It's my record. I'm the same. Like I've often gone back to my Instagram, looked up. I can't remember where I got this. When did I do this? Or yeah, like yep. there was. A, I actually can't remember the company now again, but like I couldn't remember where I got the throttle pedal adapter for the Mark IV Boost Fab, Boost Fab. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the UK. So I ended up scrolling back through Instagram straight away. I had it there, ready yep. to go. Now, it's nice to look back on that stuff yep. too. Yeah. It's cool. Staying on Mark Threes, you also have a rather nice red one. Yes, uh, well, it was nice the last time you seen it. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, covered in a layer of dust. Dust. I think there's a head gloss sitting on top of it at the moment, and it's, there's no wheels on it. It sounds a bit like my one. Yeah, I uh, I have that car since 2013. At the time, Neil Carroll gave me a shout. Says here, we're buying a car. Would you mind driving it back for me? I said yeah, no problem. It's only half an hour over the road. Uh-huh. Perfect. Went over. At this stage, I had no interest in Mark Trees. Here, I. Nice car, but not for me. That's how I got into my car. Yeah. <laughs> I, at the time, I think I was driving... I was actually... I used to own uh, Pascal's Mark II van, so I was driving that at the time. This one behind us? Yeah. Oh. So it was black, wasn't it? It was black, yeah, yeah, at the time. And an awful lot uh, rougher. He, yeah. It's seriously tiny now. Oh, yeah. Um, but anyway, flight over to get the Mark III, throw it back. As soon as we got back into the yard, I go to Neil. Right, how much? He says, I want it. He says, What? Says that he bought that as a breaker, mm-hmm. and I was like, "He goes, give me what, what I paid for." Like, can't I can't argue with that. Nope. Uh, clutch was slipping. Uh, it had a set of four CB Oscars on the front of it. It was covered <laughs> in stickers. It had a set of wool or I'm trying to think, uh, a set of Subaru wheels on it, five by hundred. Yeah. It had tens of war bucket seats, tens of war steering wheel, oh. tens of war gear up. Someone really wanted a Civic. Oh, th- <laughs> this was done up as like a twin cam replica. Oh, lovely. You know? It was the only thing I actually kept on it uh, was the magnet flow exhaust. Oh, that was it. Yeah. Um, apart from that, everything got off. Yeah, that escalated quickly. Then over the years, uh, I ended up 
bagging it. She's on a set of airlift struts, airlift management, put in a set of Japricaros. I love the black on red, so I kept all the plastics yeah. the GTI look. Next step then was engine. And I ended up pulling that and I went for 16, or let me think, 2.1 16 valve stroker turbo. A um, lot of work in that. Still not running them, but I'll get there. I just kind of lost interest in it for a while. I needed, I veered off into other cars. I will get back at That's one of those cars that will never go. Yeah. You're on Pegasus? Or were on Pegasus? Uh, Haman HP. Haman HP. So. Yeah. So basically the same as Pegasus, uh, just yeah, yeah. different set of cap. Um, was running them. I ended up changing them the last time. I still have them. They're, I did. They are the best wheel on that Keepers. Car. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I ended up putting a set of OZ Supers on it. And here they they look lovely on it too, yeah. uh, but they're just not the other ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Hamans are savage. Those ends are for purposeful race look, whereas the Hamans are yeah out and out and winners. I sure will. Exactly. Yeah. Um, no, it's cool. And cool car. Got, yeah. You also have another vehicle with you here, and I say a vehicle and not car. Uh, which one? There's the, two of them. The yeah. five point one. Uh, yeah, we. Basically, got a five point one uh, pickup, single cab, about two three months ago with Morrowfix mm-hmm. uh, so it's new company van and straight away on the cabin and black, black line and they get ABP short struts uh, airlift management uh, set of AB, twin uh, ABP compressors and on the ground it's so cool oh. and, you, and you just fitted new wheels as well today or uh, yesterday yeah the wheels got delivered last night and I think they were here probably about a total of eight minutes before they started being put on. <laughs> <laughs> and what are those? Uh, instead of 18 inch smoothie steels in nice. anthracite. Now they, uh, I've only seen pictures of anthracite here. Yeah, it'll keep with the commercial look. Yeah. Bang them onto it. And they suit that car so well. Yeah. Or the van, sorry, so well. It looks so cool. Yeah. it's. But the thing that really tickles my fancy is the T4. The Rattler people. Oh, yeah. That's right, actually. And I love it too. I, sitting I, down there. I love it too because I did. I you, just, you finished that just in time for Euro Travel last year, basically, what, didn't you? I, yeah, basically. Uh, about two weeks before the Euro Travel. I think I got a week of testing. Basically, drive it just to make sure there's no bangs that shouldn't be there. <laughs> it, it basically, describe it. It basically looks like a T4 has been left in the field for 20 years. So, where did that yeah. come from? Originally, my uncle bought that as a as basically a runaround for in between, like, kind of buying a decent car. Uh huh. And uh, when that came back up for sale, Dad said, here, I'll take it. It was bought for a couple of hundred quid, and we use it as a loan vehicle for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Here, lads are delighted to get a loan van, because if the van breaks down... Like, How do you get to work? Yeah, well, even not, even do deliveries or whatever. Yeah. They're delighted to get any sort of transport, yeah. uh, and it's not costing them higher. Yep. Whereas we're offering that service, so it's brilliant that way. Then the last, I built that last year, so probably about four years ago, you kind of it's getting a little bit too old for the fleet get a little bit too banged up it's time to take it off the road so I said you are not selling that right and at the time I said here park it over there we'll do something with it someday and three no. years on got the grinder out and <laughs> 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 uh, my pigeon welded so where where was it parked because it's like a literally a moss on the roof and it, well, believe it or not that was actually just outside there just was no a, not under a tree or anything it was basically in between it's, uh, it's been colonized by nature is the best so way to cool. describe yeah. it. Uh, it looks so you have the tr- cool. The, I can't call it the spider web of moss, you know, kind of it dried in the hard moss on the roof. Yeah. Uh, there's actually a bit of moss growing on the windscreen rubber. <laughs> um, like it, the windscreen wiper marks. Outside of that, it's green. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The back window, you can't see over because it's so green. And the paint is so oxidized, almost, almost like chalky. Yeah. You know, this thing looks like it's been lying up for years and oh, years. Yeah. There's no force between on it. No. It's genuine. Uh, and you've it's, dropped it's, it. It's static, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, she's static. A lot of work on that. And yeah. It is absolutely slammed. Oh, yeah. Uh, she's on five inch Faulkner's in the back. So the springs are literally five inches long versus the originals are probably, what, 12 inches? <laughs> but there is no compression in these. So they oh, are solid. solid. Back is fairly easy. Uh, there's one little notch on a cross member, and that's the swing arm up. I remember you driving in the Euro Treffen on the Saturday morning. You look traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long old run. Oh, yeah, it's a long run. And I haven't done anything. I think you said you. I think something fell off on the way up the road or something. <laughs> uh, well, I think about uh, during that week of testing, uh, I ended up snapping an engine mount. It's, it hit the power steering pop off the ground and snapped the back of the block. Oh, yeah, it, that was a nasty little bang. Um, so I genuinely thought the power steering pump fell off it. Because I thought the, I, when we were driving along, it was like you can't tell if the power steering is gone. Yeah, because you're, you're at speed, you're cruising along. No matter what, the, the steering is light. Something fell off that day. I still don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> you're working out something. We'll never know. We'll never yeah. know. And what are the wheels on it? Uh, they are Mercedes Vito 70-inch steels. And then banded? Yeah. Uh, originally they are 70 by 6.5. She's now got 8.5 at the front and 9.5 at the rear. Did you have those done? Yes. Yeah, they yeah. they work really well with it. I love the fact that the tires are like painted on. They're like rubber bands. Oh, yeah. So you're saying there's no give in the suspension either? That'll be... No. Uh, now, there is actually a good bit of give in the front. I want to upgrade torsion bars. Torsion bars are... They're a lighter torsion bar than that because it's a 1.9 originally. Uh-huh. Uh, whereas in the likes of the 2.5, you can get a pink one. It's thicker, stiffer, less travel. So that's the next step for modifying the front. Oh, yeah. Possibly raising the subframe because that is what's getting the banging at the moment because I have raised the engine. The engine is good. It's the subframe now is hitting the road. Are those like the T5s where the engine sits really low in the bay? Yes. Yeah, I see yeah. plenty of room you can come up then. Yeah, she's a 1.9 TD, very similar to like a AAZ, but the engine tilts forward, mm-hmm. so it does sit quite low in the bay. Very good. So there is room to bring it up, but you also got to modify the shafts, notch it. True, everything yeah. has to come up. Yeah, exactly. There's a good bit of work in notching it to get the shocks up as well. Yeah. There's a lot of work in the front. But it's funny, like a lot of people will walk past that van who don't know what it is and be like, Oh, ratty old van, that's it. And yeah. you don't see that kind of work that's yeah. in it, like the underside of it. Oh, no. Uh, anyone that knows them knows that it's hard to get them low. Yeah. yeah. What, what sort of reactions do you get when you pull in the feet, the petal stays and stuff like that? Are people just sort of going, what the hell? Or More or less. Like, uh, <laughs> it's it's one of those vans. I If I get stopped by the police or the guards, I love it. Because they you're expect... Full, you're fully legal. Exactly. They expect there's something wrong with this. Like, <laughs> it, they expect it's running on green or red diesel, depending on where you are. Yeah. Or there's no tax, there's no test. Yeah. Like, she is fully legal. There is no issues that way. That's fantastic. Oh, yeah. It has to be because... Um, would you be I, taking, like, your place of employment's basically on the outskirts of Dublin? So, yeah. would you drive in much in that van? Or? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I haven't actually driven that much because I had the Mark Three on the road. Yeah. That's addictive. Yeah. It's also... It's, har- <laughs> it's expensive. Har- it's expensive, yeah. Uh, I worked it out uh, on the first tank I used when we got it back out the road just before Dubshed. Was hovering around 22, 23 miles a gallon, which isn't bad for it's what it is. It's not bad considering, um, considering how you drive it. Well, it's mixed driving. Yeah. I, I, well, I never person, say I drive a hard. Addition 30 wouldn't be much more. It'll be high 20s. Exactly, yeah. Yep. Um, but here, and that sounds 10 times better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but here, now I'm driving the 5 by one daily, so that might be driven as much. Yeah. And uh, you can let it relax a bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Cool. Rather than driving it into the ground. Uh, the next step, I think I want to get it inside because it's. I'm not going to get it cleaned up or anything like that, but it's. It is the weather does kill metal. Oh yeah, yeah. So especially she'll eventually she'll need repairs, which I don't want to have to do because of this. If I have it inside, it'll be okay. Same yeah. as the Mark Three. Yeah, leave them outside. Leave them close to the rain. They'll start rusting. Well, as you know, like that's why Lee and I are building the garage at home, is we yeah. want everything inside because yeah. Yeah. the weather just destroys. You're everything. like me. You love those nineties cars. Those nineties cars are built with terrible metal. They just dissolve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here, the Mark Fives aren't much better. Let me tell you. Oh, no. they're, they're the new Mark Three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought it was safe with them. No, no, far from it. Um, we'll just sort of bring things to a close, unless you have anything else. To no, I'm good. But. Yeah. Just, I've known you guys a brave while. I see this show as a reflection of you guys, just the ethos of it, and just the chill, everybody together, cars, it's hanging out. Just a vibe. Yeah, yeah, it's a great vibe. If you haven't been here before, uh, it'll be on probably the same date every year. We'll yeah, we're, we generally go for the second weekend of May every year. Yeah. The weekend basically after Bank Holiday. It's, yeah. it, it's convenient for us, it's convenient for the landlord. It's, it's the perfect week, and it's generally... The first weekend of good weather. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it seems to be the last times, last three shows we've got cracking weather here. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I don't know if you want to say this or not, but he's going to say it anyway. Your car of the show sitting here now. That's a lot going to midweek, but uh, my, oh, well, your favorite card might be car of the your show. Personal your personal one. Uh, I'm a little bit biased because I've seen Pastel Mark Two now for probably two years in the green. Yeah. That is savage. It's here, it, it, it might be everybody's car show, but that is cool. Yeah. It's just something about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, there is a there's a couple of nice cars, but like that, I'm, I've been flat out all morning. Like there's big cars driving by past me, and I barely even had a glance at the driver or the car. Yeah, it's when yeah. you watch a video back of Dubshed or mm-hmm. your traffic tank Dubs, and you see a car and you go. I don't remember seeing that. I don't remember that. seeing that. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. It's like, the, I am guaranteed I'm going to see pictures of cars here. I was like, I didn't know he came because yeah. I more than likely know the owner of the car as well. I was like, I didn't see him, but never mind the car. Yeah. Well, that's what I had said. We had helped, offered to help you guys this mm. weekend. You were like, just turn up, have a few drinks and enjoy yourself. Yeah. And I was like, this is so good. You, yeah, we yeah. don't get to do this normally. Well, it's The last thing you want to do is land the dub shed. I get asked to help on the Friday for the whole weekend. <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. Uh, five minutes of landing the door, and five minutes later, the other organizer comes over and says, you want to judge too? <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, but here, uh, I enjoy that. I'm not giving out. Uh, but I know people coming to the show, they want to chill out. Yeah. Like you guys here, you want to be attendees, not workies. No, oh, but it's good. It's good yeah. to give back. I don't mind giving a yeah. hand. Like, no. Yeah. how tough it is. Here, there's enough of us. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's all about the uh, customer experience. Oh, <laughs> oh he's a businessman. <laughs> talk now. That's it. <laughs> You're a change man. Um yeah, thanks for talking to us, Paul. Uh do you wanna share your socials? The MLDW, your own yeah. personal socials? Uh, first of all, thank you very much for having me. No, big, thanks for doing big this. Fan of the podcast as well. Thank you. Uh socials I'm at Glennon's twelve seventy five on uh, Insta and Paul Glennon on Facebook. That's really good. And uh, MLVWs. Oh, but, uh, it's uh, at. Actually, I need MLVW check. Ireland, I think it is. Uh, nope. I think this it's, it's actually incredible the amount of people that we have on I the podcast. And you say that to you, and you're like, what's your, what's your Instagram? And like, I'm not actually sure 100% <laughs> what it is. It's, uh, it just happens all the time. Just bear, Yeah, it's MLVW Ireland. There you go. I got it right. Yeah. Holy smokes. 
uh, um, MLBW on Facebook. I wouldn't mind. That phone has been hopping all day. I should know because I see every notification. <laughs> Just turns into white noise. If exactly. Oh, yeah. But yes, thanks very much, Paul. Thanks for chatting us and thanks for putting on a great show. It's great to come down to something like this here. And Southern shows have been sorely missed. It's if great. we have to go to England, it costs us a fortune. So we'll be able to drive down south to such a good event like see different things fantastic. yeah but hopefully now that uh, the likes of Connor won't travel to the States for Mark 2 May Day if we're having our show uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. shut us I yeah. when well, do you leave for America again no, Connor? I'll have you know Mark 2 May Day was yesterday and I was at your show <laughs> yeah. slap it up yeah. <laughs> I mean, when do you fly to America again uh, Connor? two weeks two weeks high. Uh, okay. yeah, no, th- we'll, th- we'll allow that thanks lads <laughs> <laughs> I'm going bright red <laughs> but thanks again Paul thanks for joining us Paul thank appreciate you man. it thank you guys see ya bye bye Right, hello. I'm I'm back. Paul took my seat, so... Thanks, Paul. Uh, thanks, Paul, for the interview. I'll get to listen to it later. I wanted to go and get some chips, and apparently Colin has told me that the van's run out of food. So I had croissants. The, fu- the croissants were lethal. The croissants really are lovely. Before we move on to the question, do I mention the fact how we got home from here last night? Yes, please talk about that. Let's talk about that. So, we were down... We had been out on the road run. I left the car here last night, um, and we were went down to the house I had organised the dinner and then we Which came back up solid 10 out of 10 delish oh well I'm glad you enjoyed <laughs> it so we came back up in Collins Alhambra and then we had a few drinks and I say a few it was quite a few quite a few and uh, we were like oh we're going to have to walk back to the house now it's about a mile and a half so probably is walkable there was a few people who were sceptical about it being walkable but I was one of them <laughs> And we were like, right, okay. So we were about to head off to walk, and Paul said, hang on, there's a boy here who could give you a lift. Yeah. So the the fellow who was working at the bar collecting the glasses and stuff, he then ran us home in Collins Alhambra. Can, can I just say something? He's very young, and have we established whether he's got a driver's license or not? I asked him what age he was, and he said 18. Mm. So that was good enough for me. <laughs> so, uh, and then, very kind of him, but also... If we hadn't have been drunk, possibly you might have thought about this a bit more. He then proceeded to bring the car back to the showgrounds. So Colin left his keys with him. With him. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we got out of the van or out of the Alhambra, and uh, Robin says, "You just gave your car and keys to a total stranger." And we were like, "That's right." right. Yeah, never really thought of that. But when you're home and you're safe, you don't really care. Yeah. Plus, but it turns out he was a great lad, and the Alhambra was safe and sound. Yeah. So. yeah. And we seen him today. Yeah, you were chatting to us again there. Yeah. I asked him, did he do any illegal taxiing in it? And he said no, so he missed out. Well, the diesel light wasn't on, so that's the main thing. Ah, well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was good fun last night. Yeah, definitely. Lee, what's your car of the show? Oh, that is a good question. There is... I've just seen James Crow walk past and he is bright red. Oh, yes, he is a strawberry. Yes, he is well burnt. <laughs> he was at Lockall yesterday. Ah, That's yeah. what happened to him. Um, he looks how I feel. There's some really nice cars here. There's some cars I've never seen before. Yeah, that's what we were it's saying. There was a, quite a few of, like old Passats and that Audi 200 outside, the black estate. It's cool, yeah. It was really nice. Um, there's wee Beetle down the far end of the hall. Have you seen it with the Red Bull stickers on it? Yeah, yeah I love super it. cool. <laughs> uh, patinaed one. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. It's too hard to pick. What's yours? We were saying there, your man Pascal Woods, this Mark II van here. Mm-hmm. Seriously cool. I really love that wee white caddy. Caddy is cool. Yeah. I think, and it's there's nothing like, it's nice, but there's nothing massively special about it, but it's just like, it just caught just my eye. Well and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I love that. That's what I would take home. I couldn't pick between three of these. It'd be the green Mark II van, 
Melly's Mark One Cali. Or, you know, Josh from Bag, the blue, bright blue metallic 25 yes. turbo. I was looking around that car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Super the Mark clean. II. Yeah. Melly's Cali is really nice, yeah. Yeah, they would be my three picks. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's all very similar. <laughs> but here there's a lot of cars, like even the newer stuff. Um, Jack's um, I was going to say Mark Jack, V over there Jack's is looking really well on the new great wheels see, great to see how the new wheels are class the rotiforms are seriously yeah. tidy yeah and then Phil Drews brought the Mark 6R out of retirement Phil's back <laughs> yeah Gavin's up on his Mark 6R as yeah. well a Mark 6R convoy this morning I have some we- here I tell you what there's some rare Mark 6's in here there's the two R's what are they like two of 600 yeah and Marty Mim is his Mark 6 which is the edition 35. 35 yeah that's cool to see Again, not really our thing with the modern cars, but you can appreciate and go, that, yeah, that's awesome. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. I'm still looking around going, there's so much. You know, you could mention loads of stuff. There's a really nice black Mark II TT outside on Revo wheels. Have you seen it? Like the multi-spokes? No, there's... Eric has one and... It's sitting... Sean used to have one. It's sitting behind sold. Scott's S-Class. This is Carl Jordan's, is it? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not Carl sure. Carl Jordan's one now as well. It is really nice. And again, just really understated type yeah. thing. There's a lot of wee cars catch my eye like that. I walked outside when we paused there to, to let Paul in, and there's stuff over on the, the far, that field over there, the far field. As I know well. you can't see on the podcast spectator. which way I'm pointing, but... <laughs> the um, spectator park yeah. there. And there was like two campers and stuff, that, and I was like, I, ha- I didn't see those <laughs> earlier. They yeah. must have come in. It isn't 30 years they got some car shows like stuff that. Stuff comes you, in the and The car out. park is sometimes where you find some of the yeah. wee gems. Wee gems. Maybe yeah. they didn't have time to display all day or didn't couldn't make it in the morning. Yeah. yeah. We could take a down over there now and see what Definitely, there's anything yeah. else interesting yeah. about. Cool. Uh, so we'll finish off with the questions then. Uh, Connor, do you want to sort us out? Yeah. Uh, the first one here, it's actually, we'll start off with a really good one. It's Gary. His Instagram handle is my phone is lagging. <laughs> is that his Instagram handle? After my phone is lagging? It might, it's going to be my Instagram handle. <laughs> Oh, it's not coming up. Oh, well. Uh, Gary Hi, knows Gary. who he is. Gary used to have the MX-5. He's yep. from Cumber. He yep. just bought an Evo 2, which is seriously nice. He says, I definitely vote for you guys, but what would your policies be? Discuss. Yeah, I think we sort of hinted at our declaration to start up a party. We did, a yes. Party. So uh, I'm going to wipe out Port Rush for a start. I'm going to repeal all the EU directives and electric cars and start to phase back in V6s oh. and phase out electric I'll vote for you, Nigel, yeah. Yeah, I'll yep. vote for that too. I'm um, going to reverse the tax laws. So electric cars cost a million pounds to tax. <laughs> and big petrol engines are free. Yeah. Uh, what else can we do with the fuel? Cut the taxes in the fuel? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I like it. Except for diesel, <laughs> which now costs more. Well, that's okay, because we can afford to drive the big petrol cars, because they're cheap to yeah. tax now. Or free to tax. How, how as a party would you deal with the filters? I'm on the fence about the filters because Lee said something to me once, and she was right. At Dub said, the filters turn up and are dreamed to park. They're polite. Yep. They actually, what what happens in Port Rush is not what happens at Dub Shed. No. You know, they turn up, and you said before, all they want to do is hang out and chill out. Yeah. The ropey cars on And the if road, they can park on the grass, so much the better. Some of their ropey cars on the road, yes, I would crush them. But... <laughs> It, uh, I think there should be new powers for you know the way they do them set up when they do the raids not raids what do you call it MOT stations at cruises oh yeah I think if they find something really stupid there should be like special no, laws no imposed. calipers and stuff yeah 
Yeah, some of that stuff's inexcusable. Like, and then, like I've done but some you know dodgy what? shit. You can't even you can't say that's the felters because it isn't. It genuinely isn't. It's yeah. the lunatics. Yeah, yeah. You can't. You know, you kind of tar them all with the same brush. The same way we all get tarred in with with everybody. You know, the the boy racer thing. Cheaper insurance for modified cars. Yes, yes. I know there's some because policies about like that. Cars, they're or, more responsible owners. Yeah, they're yes. generally more looked after. Like, look um, at, there's Lee's Jetta. We've rebuilt that entire thing in a year. I would declare the M1 and the M2 an auto plan. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I do yeah. like that. I like that, do you? You like it. That's the job. <laughs> a minimum speed limit on the M1. Oh, uh, it's a law now that if somebody's in an overtaking lane for more than 30 seconds and they're doing 70 mile an hour, you have permission to plow them off the road. Gavin, Gavin Black will love that. <laughs> That's his favourite. <laughs> if you are incapable of using a roundabout, your licence gets taken away. Mate, automatically. Yes, 100%. Also, I and this is what I do believe, everyone should have to ride a motorbike or a scooter for a year before getting their car license for learning some manners. See, when you're on two wheels and you've never ridden on two wheels and people try and drive you off the road or expect that you can brake like like a car can. Yeah. Also, one thing I hate is people going too slow for the conditions. I, so I, I'm sort of thinking of the film Speed and a bomb. <laughs> so if you go to, under a certain, a, it would have to be an IT-based system. So you have a landmine under your car, and if you're going too slow for the conditions, the car explodes. <laughs> like natural selection for like motorists. This, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have a lot of thought of this, Nigel. Like that. This has just come to me now. You know, <laughs> let's keep talking here, folks. <laughs> let's talk politics. Oh dear. Yeah. You get no protocol talk here. <laughs> no. You get no sensible talk either. That that off for now. We'll come back to the politics and other things anymore. I think we better stop talking about it before we insult get arrested everyone. or something. Another one is S twenty GVN. Come look at my S class. I'll stick a beer to in the rear fridge. We talked about that earlier. Yeah. Uh, Jack underscore slow up. Had to Google a question this time. So what do you think of garden gnomes? Funny, imagine garden gnomes because my wife buys my mother and father in law a gnome every Christmas as a Christmas present. Ah. It's like we couples gnomes. Yeah. When we went to Alpine Vagfer in Helen the first year in 2019 that we were there, we went to the shop and they had garden gnomes for every occasion. They had garden gnomes in police uniforms, army uniforms, oh, wow. navy uniforms. They'll have to be the website there. Air Force. Laura will be thrilled. Oh, uh, <laughs> Air Force, uh, probably Klu Klux Klan in that area. Um, <laughs> the gnome's hat was white and it was a lot lower. There were some weird ones like they were there. Yeah. Was there a Donald Trump gnome? Probably. I think there was. It was great, good. Great. What's your feeling about gnomes? You know, not for me, but to each their own. Not your thing. Go for it. Arn Noodle Hegarty. Arn says, Raising him not at the show this weekend, but it's a wee trip away. It will be well worth it. He's right. Oh, yeah. Right yeah, he's one of the Black Line guys. The rest the, of them are down without him. The guys absolutely nailed this show. If you can't make, if you can make it next year, please come down. It's That's fantastic. what we were saying. The vibe is just, yeah. this is so good. That dot silver dot wagon. Now, did you guys see his Instagram stories last night? No, no, I haven't been on. The man was on the sauce. All right. And he was saying it's like <laughs> him and the wife was like, they don't get out very often and they made the most of it. And let's just say we did the same last night as well. So yes, we're with him there in spirit and in spirits. <laughs> uh, he says, drink of poison, maybe a little bit gone here by now, but it's been a while. Good La- lad. Hope you had a good night. Hope well, you're not too tender this morning. Last night for me was Guinness and then 
I don't drink Irish whiskey, but they didn't have Jack Daniels, so I decided that Jameson's was as good as Jack Daniels. Jameson's is a nice whiskey. I don't like it, but you know? I liked it last night. Oh, I like ran out of cider at the bar last night too, and I ended up drinking peach snaps and lemonade. <laughs> I drank so much Guinness, I couldn't physically drink anymore. Like it was, it was like very good Guinness. It was brilliant, but I was full. Like I was like I'd had a full meal. As your man at the bar said to me after I'd been up about the third time, he was like, "You've a quite a sweet tooth." <laughs> <laughs> what were you on, Nigel? Last yep. night, or uh-huh. your favourite drink in general? Oh, well, last night even. Oh, well, they had Heineken on draft, so I was a happy boy. That was good. What's your general? If I can find a bar serving heavily. On draft? Oh, very nice Belgian beer. What's your norm? I, I drink wine normally, but yeah. like a Sauvignon Blanc, but I do like cocktails. Oh, you do? I know you do. <laughs> What's <laughs> your favourite cocktail? Amaretto Sour. Straight mm. off, look at that. Not oh, even I'm a hesitation. It's just cognitive recall there. The only Aye. thing about cocktails is they take ages and then everybody behind you in the queue is really annoyed. Because <laughs> you're getting cocktail made. Yeah. <laughs> Brings me back to Edinburgh for Clean Fest and we were drinking. I, even I was drinking porn star martinis. Oh, they were delicious. Like, but yeah. they, they were smart. They had them in a machine. Yeah, so they're straight They had out. them pre-made. They just poured them out. Some cocktail connoisseur will give off that, but not you. Not me. Bring them fast. Yep. Keep, uh, just keep racking them up while you're drinking them. <laughs> <laughs> and finally then... We have S14 OCP. Simon says, what do you think of these newfangled battery power washers? I haven't used them. I, don't I like have to one. You have a very old one. There's only a wee small kind of mini one, but... I wouldn't even call yours a power washer. Like lithium-ion battery power washers we're talking about here? Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the scary thing. California have... I don't know if they've implemented it yet, but you're not allowed to pet a lawnmower soon. Yes, I've seen that. And I got sent a story this week that... There's a body inve- or looking into it for Britain. Really? That petal lawnmowers are going to be outlawed. We well, see, we, Lee and I have watched, there's like a tool review guy, and he does a lot of Milwaukee stuff, and he was reviewing like Milwaukee lawnmowers, like the battery part stuff, and DeWalt, I think. Apparently the Milwaukee ones are really good. They're supposed to be very, very good, but it's, I sort of thought to myself, that's really good. Do you know if you're like, you live in a really fancy place, like a like a housing area, and they don't want noise and all this bollocks, like homeowners associations get in, in America. That's really good for that, but that's obviously why then, if California's trying to outlaw them. Okay, this battery thing, yes, this is the way they're pointing at the moment until they get uh, hydrogen cars sorted and all the rest of it. But the national grid is creaking. Oh, I'd really A hundred percent. I was talking to Colin actually on the way down the road this week, um, or on the way down the show, sorry. And he was talking about, uh, I think it was Google and Facebook, uh-huh. with the data centers they're setting up and the amount of uh, energy they're going to need. Oh, uh, yeah, everything needs it. And yeah, basically, the next few years are going to be struggling, are going to be interesting to see how the national grid copes with the increase in electric cars. These data centers mean basically gigawatt factories. Yeah. It's not That's just us, it's not just here in the UK and Ireland. It, you it's know, globally. America's the same. Like, California no goes down ice. every year yeah. when everybody turns their aircon on. Do you know what I mean? It's Hi. like. It's mental. Uh, yeah, the one that you have, Lee, is a silly one the power washer yeah but it's more like it's more uh, you get to the show and you just give it a quick rinse that's yeah. you know it's, you're not going to stand and wash your car all day with it it's basically like mains hose pressure it gives you enough that you could rinse the car down but it's not where I think some of the newer ones do actually do like a proper blast yeah someone's stabbing a child over there speaking ah! of car wash that's better than a Jack Russell bark <laughs> I suppose <laughs> that's true yeah here speaking of car wash that one we went to yesterday at the garage oh <laughs> the unlimited car wash was yep. this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we rolled up and uh, before we headed out on the road run, um, 
up to the machine and it's tokens. And we said, oh, that's a bit old school. You don't really see token machines anymore. Connor went in and said, can I get a token for the car wash? And the guy said, I five quid, whatever. And he just handed in this key with this big red thing dangling off it. And he was like, yeah, work away. So it's just, you just get the key to the car wash and you do whatever you want. Turn, turn the machine on, away you go. Or some job. <laughs> wash all the cars. That's us then. We're out of questions. Yeah, thanks very much for listening as always, everybody. And thanks for sending the questions. Yep. If you don't already follow us on social media, hopefully you do. But uh, if not, you can find us collectively at Reload Global. Um, on Facebook and Instagram. Individually, we are at Maxwell House 46. I'm at Vita Boy. I'm at Connor McCann. And if you want to support the podcast, you can do so by going to buymeacoffee.com forward slash reload pod. If you want to throw us a few quid, absolutely no obligation to do so, but if you want to, you can. Ironically, Colin bought us coffee while we were recording and none of us drank it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it should be buymeabeer.com. Buy me a monster. <laughs> 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 Cheers, everybody. We'll see you again soon. Cheers, folks. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.